another episode of Life in the Urban City podcast. I'm your host, Paul Hudak, and today I'm joined with one of our students, Tobin. Tobin, do you mind do a quick little introduction of who you are and everything like that? Well, I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm one of Paul's long-term students. Me and Paul first met, was it seventh seventh grade for me? Yeah, yeah, seventh grade history class. Yeah, he was the substitute teacher, mm-hmm. and he was wearing this, like, what is it? It's like a... Uh, it was one of my interesting shirts i don't remember what it was probably yeah. like vietnamese or something when i first saw it, i was like <laughs> who is this dude? i was like i was like who is this guy <laughs> yeah no w- I, I first met tobin i was a substitute teacher for pomona unified school district and i've done a lot of traveling so i like to bring back those different shirts and kind of rock them so because a lot of times they're like what the heck is this so it's instant like a icebreaker and starting the conversation so that's kind of where we met do you remember what happened the first day um certain parts i only remember the part where i got, I got you angry at me and you yeah. kicked me out of your class yeah Tobin was the first time I ever, it was the first person I ever kicked out of class was him um i was a substitute for about a year and Tobin was the guy that i kicked out the first time <laughs> um in seventh grade and so and that was before i started working at justice for youth and then we kind of got started um the next year i started working at justice for youth and do you remember i took a photo of you you were like our a thousand follower yeah, yeah first 1000 follower on instagram and yeah. stuff like that and yeah i remember that yeah so like the big reason i want to bring you on is just because you're where are you at now well now since i graduated high school in may um i currently attend cal poly pomona to okay. study to study criminology yeah and then from there once it's four years are up i plan to join law enforcement okay yeah. awesome yeah and and the big thing i just want to talk about today in, in today's podcast is you know long-term mentorship and like the stages right there's different things sometimes we're in your life all the time. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes, you know, we're there for the highlights. Sometimes we're there for the lowlights and everything in between. So just kind of diving into that, you know, you were seventh seventh grade. I didn't really work with you much eighth grade, but, you know, I would see you in there because I no longer was a sub and Justice for Youth wasn't on your site. Um, but we still communicated. And I guess, like, do you mind sharing a little bit of that, like, what did you see in me? Because again, I was just your sub. Like I wasn't really your mentor. I wasn't, you know, was there something that would you say you saw in me or, or would you say it was more me bugging you to just stay connected? Well, how I started in my vision, it was just yeah. you bugging me. I'm like, damn, I'm like, this dude won't leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I'm like, he's a substitute teacher. He's on my ass. So our first conversation we had where you were telling me where I'm going, just the road I'm choosing and just yeah. to get my act straight. I felt a connection with you. Mm. And I was like, okay. I was like, I can trust this dude. Yeah. And this, with time, I'm like, you know what? I'll get closer and closer. And then that's when we, he's connected. Yeah. No, I remember because I was like, dude, like how the heck? First day, first person. Like I kick you out of class. And we're just, I don't know. I really did connect with you. And just like, you know, like I always see that most of our kids, if not all, there's a great opportunity for success, right? It's just whether or not you choose it. Um, and we, we kind of had that conversation a little bit, seventh grade. Eighth grade, we kind of, like, I just see you here and there. We stopped by your school um, that one day, took your photo because I was like, dude, jo- follow us. You will be our 1,000th follower at 999. And so you followed it. I took a photo of you and we posted it. I think you can still find it somewhere. Yeah, it's probably deep, Insta- deep down inside there, though. Yeah, <laughs> you have to search. But... We came back to your site freshman year. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And, and talk about where were you at freshman year? What what was interesting to Tobin? Oh, man. Freshman year was a 
it's tough, you know? Yeah. I mean, I still had that middle school mindset where, you know, if I fill my class, I'll get passed still. Yeah. <laughs> and my grades wouldn't, would, you know, I tried to do my grades at that time and they were horrible. Do you mind sharing what those grades were? Yeah, I kid you not, I had all D's and F's. Yeah. And <laughs> almost a zero GPA. <laughs> Literally almost a zero GPA. And at one point, I had like a 0 0.8 grade in math. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that bad. I remember showing you, you're like, really, Tobin? Yeah. I was like. <laughs> yeah. And what, what did we talk about that time? Just on how I can improve and just how I can focus on school better. Yeah. And it's, what, it's my priority straight. Yeah. And what did you end up in freshman year math class? How did you end? Um, D minus. D minus, yeah. yeah. I had to retake it that summer, though. Yeah, which is crazy to think about because Tobin had a 0%. That means 0 <laughs> Things were turned in. Yeah, none. Did absolutely nothing in this math class. But then you raised it to at least 60%. Yeah. So what's crazy to think about, right, math, it's, you know, I love math. So you had a zero, and the max you could have is 100. But you increased it by 60 points in the second semester, right? Because you didn't do that in the first semester, or was that second semester? I, it was the second semester. First semester, I got like 30%. Yeah. So to think about that, like, he went from a zero. So that means he did 60% better than he did before. And on a personal development, that's insane. That's crazy to think that you changed 60%. Obviously, we didn't see that big change academically just because in the United States, F is, was it 59% below? So yeah. you have to increase by 60% at least to move on up. And that's what you did. And I that was probably one of the biggest things. And I think... I don't know about you, but for me, it was like, this is the highlights. Like, Tobin, look, you can do it. Like, you literally had a 0%, and you went up an entire 60% more. That's, just, that's a huge change, right? Like, you love basketball, right? Yeah. Imagine if you shot 60% from the field, right? Is that good or is that bad? I mean. That's amazing. Like, NBA, most people shoot like 40, maybe. Like, Steph Curry is like one of the few people that shoot greater than that. Right. But like, again, just on the academic level, it just looks bad because here you're told you need 90 percent or better to be good. Right. But if yeah. you were in a community it was crazy. So there's some countries in the world that if you have a 60 percent, that's like a B plus. Okay. So, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, right. To think it's just a different area. And when I saw that, I was like, I just knew I could keep pushing, motivating you because I knew you could do it because. You showed it like I had absolutely nothing to do with your grade change. We just had that conversation of, all right, Tobin, what's more important right now? Girls or getting your life together and fixed? Because I can tell you that was what Tobin cared about more as a freshman. Definitely, definitely. It was, hey, oh, man, that girl cute. You know, I was like, Tobin, are you I'm here helping you. Like, I'm helping you get the right answer. And you're like, no, nah, let's, let's talk to this girl real quick. <laughs> and and so I think that was what that that thing was. And. As we continued, you know, freshman year, sophomore year, what would you say our relationship was? Were we getting closer, separating? You know, talk about that whole process. Mm, we got closer. I feel like freshman year, we, we were close. Yeah. But at first, it was like a rough start because I was, just, you know, focused on girls and not, not, yeah. not on school. But um, where we really got close was basketball. Yeah. Where you coached me and I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I was like, I see this. And then slowly over time, we just got closer and closer. And I was like, okay. Yeah. What about basketball? What helped you understand that I cared and wanted the best for you when it came to basketball? Oh, man, just you would push me yeah. a lot, and I, and I would hate it. And I'm side of basketball, too. Like, you yourself kicked me on the team. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. 
And I was like, okay. I'm like, he cares, obviously, because if he didn't care, he wouldn't let me stay on the team. Yeah. And from that, and from that moment on, I was just, you know, I get my act straight. Yeah. Man. Yeah, because so, Tobin was one of the taller and bigger kids on our team, so he had to play center. But you're not, for your school, you're tall and big, but generally, generally yeah. you're not. So, like, do you mind sharing? Like, how tall are you? Well, now I'm six feet. Okay. So freshman, sophomore year, you're probably what, five, oh. eight, five, nine? Yeah, five, nine, five, ten, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. So he's tall for his class. Yeah. But which is small. So he had to play against all the, the six footers. Yeah, it, it was bad. It was complicated. I was like, yeah. this is not fair. I'm like, they just straight up body me and just, you know, get things over me, like the rebounds. Yeah. And I think that's what I was trying to show you and teach you is like, it doesn't matter not always about your size, but your position, right? You, there's angles, there's body positions that you could do. You could touch, you know, move people in a certain way by being smaller. Um, it's like leverage. There's a lot of, you know, we get nerdy on here real quick. It's, it's a lot of the science and the physics behind it. But do you think that helped and in, in shape you a little bit? Oh, no, it did, yeah. There were some techniques where you taught me, like like one of them, I remember very vividly, it was stick out the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have a big butt, bro. Use it, right? You know, use it yeah. to your advantage. Yeah. Push them out. Yeah, I, I'd push them out. I felt a bit weird, but you know. But it works. No, it right? worked. No, right? it worked, definitely. I yeah. mean, did you like it when you got a butt to the gut? <laughs> no, I hated it. Yeah, and these other guys hated it too. And just like understanding, right? I, I think this, me being hard on you, was it because I wanted to be a jerk or was it because I wanted the best out of you? You wanted the best for me. Yeah. Definitely. Well, at the moment, I was like, he's being a jerk towards me. Yeah. And then after, I was like, damn, I'm like, he wants the best and being the best. Yeah. So I just, you know, after, like, I kid you not, not the moment, after, like, a couple months, I realized, like, damn, like, he wants the best. What what led to that mind change? Because I know there's a lot of kids that listen. It's like, dude, there's that guy. He's always on my head. He's always on my case. He's, like, bugging me, bugging me, pushing me, pushing me. What was that mind change for you that realized, you know what, like, Paul's not on my case to be on my case. Paul's here because he wants the best out of me. Yeah, I realized that. I realized that once, yes, because at that time I was in a, in a good spot, mm-hmm. and just one day I, I, I told myself, I was like, these people are telling me what to do, mm-hmm. for what reason? I want to do me, and then I thought about it. I was like, because they care, yeah. And that's when I realized, okay, I gotta get their support and just, yeah. you know, they'll know, they, like they know what's best for me and like what route to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do I get paid if Tobin does better or or Tobin does worse? You get paid either way. Yeah. And, and exactly and that's kind of what we were kind of talking as I do like I'm here no matter what yeah you know if you if you are here you want me here great like it's not about the money because I get it with or without you and I don't really need it but I'm here because I want I want you to be better and I can see you be better and I think that that was the big thing and so so okay that, that's sophomore year what happened sophomore year sophomore year do you remember this big pandemic thing called COVID. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember. Yeah, I remember that very, like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's sophomore year, everything turned around for me actually. Yeah, yeah, like academic wise, friendship wise, just me and you actually. We we got closer during during COVID. I would I would say you would check up on me. I was like, okay, yeah, like I appreciate that. Yeah, but sophomore year is really when I started to just do me and just start doing good because. Yeah. We, I remember we had that conversation. I think it was freshman year, sophomore year, and you mentioned it. So um, Tobin, he we had a graduation ceremony for justice for youth students. Um, and what was something that you you mentioned in there? Because I think that's relevant to this story. And I wasn't able to be there. I had another event that same night. 
And they were like, dude, Tobin came and spoke and he shared all about you. Like all this stuff. It was awesome. Here's a small recording. So I have it on my phone. Oh, okay. Do you, but do you remember some of the stuff that you mentioned then or, or that kind of conversation that I had with you freshman and sophomore year? You kind of mentioned it here about like doing yourself, right? What, what was that big, big change? I don't remember the conversation as much because it was a while back, but yeah. I do remember you telling my goals and what I want to do for, for next year and what I want to improve because mm-hmm. obviously freshman year was just wasn't good for me. Yeah. And I told you, I was like, Paul, I was like, I really want to get my grades up and I really want to be in a better spot because yeah. where I was, it just wasn't good. Yeah. That's all much I remember just talking about my goals. Yeah. Yeah. Because what we were talking about was like the crowd you were hanging out with, like they could care less about your goals, right? Yeah. Right. They didn't care. Tobin got to 0% or 100%. They could care less. They just want to be with Tobin and, you know, if he's ditching class to hang out with me, it's like, that's fine. That's all we care about. And you realize like those friends in that group that you're hanging out with wasn't seeking the best Tobin. And and I think you kind of mentioned that in in the conversation um, at the banquet. So, you know what? Like they, they didn't care about me, but Paul had that conversation with me. Like, you know, do you get yourself better because they don't, they, they're not there to help you in that area. And you did, and that's what happened sophomore year, right? You just doubled down on Tobin Lopez and got your got your stuff together. And you know, w- what was your grade point average? What were your grades like for sophomore year? A's and B's. A's and B's. Yeah, the lowest grade I had was a B minus at that time. Yeah. What, do you remember what you had in math? Was that the B? B minus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think about this. You know, crazy concept about math is every year they add stuff on to what you learned the year before. Yeah. Tobin had a 0%, guys, remember. But now he has at least an 80%. So he not only had to relearn everything that he didn't pay attention to the first year, but he learned that and then continued it and showed that, like, dude, like, I could do this. Like, I ain't no dummy. Like, I could get this stuff done. And you got an 80, at least an 80% or better, right? Because I'm just going for the minimum. The lowest grade you could have is, like, a 79.9, which is an 80% to have a B-. minus, And you had that. And you were able to go. Um, and so I just want to show like th- these are things that you did yourself. Like I, I was in their math class with you. You know, I wasn't there doing that. Like I would just text you here and there. I would meet up with you after school, um, you know, for basketball practice or different sporting stuff or some tutoring after school. But so, so the pandemic happened March 2020. And what, what happened there for you, right? Um, I remember the, the transition of them telling us, okay, two weeks off, and then we'll come back. I was like, sweet, two weeks off. No school. I yeah. just do me. <laughs> Freaking play video games, just do everyday activities. Yeah. And then after those two weeks, those two weeks became, what, a year and a half? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. It, it was a tough transition because, I kid you not, all I was doing was just knock out. Yeah. I was asleep during Zoom. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't one time I didn't sleep. Yeah. Well, I guess because we never re- we didn't really talk too much about that because your your junior year was all online, um, so we didn't really interact much. Uh, my text here and there, but I guess how did you stay motivated and continuing, right? Because I wasn't truly there that much. I couldn't be in person, and we, we just kind of like distanced ourselves. We got busy with COVID things. So what? How did you stay motivated? What kept you going? With school or just. Or, or everything school life in general i just try to stay positive you know with school i was seeing my grades i was like i like this feeling mm. and i was like i'll keep going i'll keep yeah. going to get the best best grades possible yeah 
And then with life, you know, we couldn't do much since everything was on lockdown. I just tried to stay positive with my family. Yeah. Even though I remember the times where we used to go to the grocery store and get like the alcohol wipes and he's wipe everything down. He was extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were like, don't, we didn't touch it for like an hour. Kid you not. You'd wipe it down and just stand back. You just yeah, stood yeah, when yeah. you had a little square or something like that. <laughs> yeah. How's that? This is where Tomika's stand after cleaning. Exactly. Yeah. Wait. We just leave it there. And then once after the hour, was like, we'll get it. Dang, that's crazy. Okay. And then senior year comes. We kind of connect a little bit, not too much, because my role at Justice for Youth changed. I became office staff for the yeah. most part. I'm, I'm in the office. I haven't. I, the last time I was in person interacting with kids was pre-COVID, so I didn't see you on a regular. But we did have a staff at your site, Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. Yeah, he was working with you, and I, I was. I prepped. I was like, dude, my boy Tobin. You open the gym. He'll be there every day, and I think you were. Um, and so, what what kept you going? How did our relationship? grow change from there well i was getting older and this i was more understanding of the advice you would give me and just the things you would tell me you know like yeah. they would make sense now i was like oh i was like the things he's telling me are making sense and back then it wouldn't mm -hmm. and i'll take just more into consideration which what, what you were saying to me yeah okay that's awesome it's that kind of reminds me i remember i had a some oh my dad oh he would always have these sayings and it's like, oh my gosh, dad, like chill, bro. Like get off my case. And then I turned I think I turned like 23. I was like, damn it. My dad was right about everything. And I, that's kind of what you're saying right there. It's like, damn it. Paul was right. What are you saying? Like he was right. And I guess an encouragement for kids, like there will be a day, whether it's your parents, whether it's a mentor where things they told you, they were right, but it's okay. Like, and I think that's an encourager to mentors and parents out there too. It's like one day it will click and you just got to be consistent, right? Like we were consistent for, what is this? It's five years now. Yeah. It's five years. Holy smokes. Five years of being consistent. And now you're in college. Now our relationship's a little bit different. You just had your birthday the other day. Yeah. You're, you're now a big boy, 18. You're an adult. You got your driver's license today. Yeah. He passed today, got his driver's license. So how do you see our relationship growing and changing as now you're an adult, right? I feel like we're just getting closer actually. Mm. The, the the older I get, the more the more time passes, it's just we connect more and then I'm like, dang. I'm yeah. Like just relationship that's just unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Um and and I'm blessed that, you know, Cause sometimes I don't text Tobin and then Tobin texts me like you hit me up. Was it a couple weeks ago? I was like, Hey man, we need to talk. I was like, yeah. all right, let's talk. Let's do it. So we, we called, I think it was on the weekend or something. I was making dinner. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you know, we'll talk. We'll just discuss this stuff. All right, cool. And then we, we met up for lunch this week. Um, just talking again. And you know, the big thing I've been encouraging him with right now is college, right? You're going to Cal Poly Pomona. Yeah. So correct. Try, trying to study criminology and, that whole process and it's it's new right it's a new thing your your sister she just got her master's yeah she got her master's in criminology and law and society yeah and and so would you say she's kind of an inspiration for you too to kind of pursue that or yeah definitely she was the she was the one pushing me to go to college she was like toby because she calls me toby instead of tobin yeah. she's like toby she's like you got to do this mm. it's just college focus on you no matter how long it takes just do it yeah and she was definitely one of my inspirations to to go. I saw her. I was like, you know what? I, I, I want to be just like her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I, and just, a, again, like that's a reminder out there, right? It's not just 
it's not one person that's changing the life of Toby, Tobin, it, right? It's the community, it's the families, the people around you, right? Yeah. We can't put the weight on our shoulders to do all the work, right? I can't be like, if it's not for me, Tobin's going to fail, right? Because if that, if I had that mentality, I won't sleep, I won't eat, like I will go through depressions. Is because like when you were deep struggling, it's and if I thought that, because that was a whole, almost a whole year of freshman year, like that would have been a rough, that been really hard for me to to deal with, and I knew like, I I couldn't do it all for you, and and I knew you were blessed. You you have a good family, um, and I guess a question for you is, you know your mom. You know your dad, and you know at a certain point you weren't always the best. But what would you encourage other parents, right? There's other parents that could be in the situation like your parents. What would you encourage them when dealing with a Tobin? I would just say to be there for them and just give them love, just support, just mm-hmm. saying everything's going to be okay at the end of the day. No matter if you fail it or not, you just retake it. If you even fall back down and get back up and try your best. Like, that's the best thing my parents did for me, which is gave me support. Even when I had an F in class or wasn't doing bad things, they're like, keep this, go on the right track, clear your mind up, and just retry it. Yeah. There's always tomorrow to try it again. Yeah. And I'm thinking for my parents for that, because no matter how hard time I gave them, they were always, always there for me. Mm-hmm. And that's just, awesome. Yeah. And then what would you encourage kids, right? If they were in your place, right? Um, straight Fs you know, caring about other things, how would you encourage them? I would say to focus on what's right mm. because the things they're focused on now is it's not important later on in the future. Mm. And of course, all, your, your education is important. It's, it's important. Mm-hmm. I, always get, I always tell them to just do what to do now because obviously it took me a year to just overcome that stage. Yeah. So when they feel it's right and they feel like, okay, I need to focus on what's right and just do what people are telling me to do, mm-hmm. then do it. Because I, I, I can't I can't tell them you gotta change now because it's a tough process. Even with you telling me told me you gotta change. Yeah. And obviously it took me it took me a while, but yeah. I did it. So I'll just tell them at their own pace, like how my dad says, I'm saying in Spanish, it's todo su tiempo, which mm. translates to everything at your own pace or your or your own time. Yeah. And that's the best thing I would tell them, just do it your own pace and eventually you'll get there. Yeah. Well that's really good because how many Tobin Lopez's are there in the world? Only one. Right. Right. All you who are listening, there's only one you. And, you know, what worked for Tobin worked for Tobin, but it might not always work for you. you. As you said, just take it at your pace. One step. Right. I think the most important thing is just taking one step a day, moving forward and trying to move forward. Yeah. There's some days that you might take a couple steps back, but knowing where your desire is, right. Your desire is always to move forward and to help yourself and, Help your family, right? Because it's not just about Tobin, right? You getting this education, helping yourself, you know, it's going to make your family better, right? Your, your parents were both immigrants to the United States. Correct. Um, and so you going to college, pursuing this other stuff, it's, it's not just changing your life, but it's changing your family trajectory, right? Because if your sister didn't go to college, isn't getting a master's, would you think it be possible for you? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, here, I don't think so. Yeah. Because one of my brothers went to college, but after the third year, he just stopped going completely. Mm. And if it wasn't for my sister motivating me and her going to college, I probably wouldn't have went. Because, yeah. like, I seen her struggling, and I was like, okay, I'm like, that sucks. But at the end of the day, the reward's good. Mm-hmm. The degree. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, if it just 
was if, if, it, if it wasn't for me seeing her struggling and her pursuing her what she wants to do i probably wouldn't have went mm. that's good and then my, my last one is so you talked about parents you talked about kids now about youth workers people out there like me who are working with kids like tobin what was your what would be your encouragement or something that you would tell them to do so that you could help kids like yourself I would say to go go out, put yourself out of your, of your put yourself out of your element, and just reach out for help when when it's needed. Mm. Just go talk to them, even if it's a little bit and you're uncomfortable. But over time, you're gonna get comfortable with them. Yeah, like me and you, Paul. Yeah. At first, I didn't want to talk to you. <laughs> I was like, I want to talk to this guy. Yeah. And then slowly over time, I was like, oh, okay, he's cool. And just, just it's very important to have youth workers like that because I've had. Some, some of your coworkers, mm-hmm. um, I always even, obviously we, we, we didn't go, it wasn't smoothly. It was yeah. a tough, tough patch, but just yeah. after a while, just it's important to, to have them there yeah. to talk it out. If, if anything, you need help, mm-hmm. it's important. It, that's, that's what helped me personally. Yeah. Would you say consistency was good, right? Yeah, definitely. If it wasn't for that, then I probably was, would even just yeah. go. Yeah, so so for those out there, you know, youth workers, be consistent, you right? Just keep fighting through the, the tough stuff at times, but be there. You know, sometimes it's a text message, sometimes it's a phone call, sometimes it's in person, but, you know, just being consistent and knowing that, allowing them to know that you're there. Of course, of course. Right? Just That's the best feeling as a student or, like, a friend could feel. Mm. It's just knowing you're, knowing you're there for them. Yeah. It's just, you know, okay, he has my back. No matter no matter what what I do, yeah, it's just support. Awesome, it's, it feels good overall. Yeah, anything anything else you want to leave the listeners with? Um, just try your best and just set goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. Just like me, um, freshman year I didn't have any goals, and over time, slowly, I was like, you know what, Tobin, I gotta, I, I want to do this, mm-hmm. and just do what makes you happy. Yeah, and kick out any negative people in your life. Yeah. No matter if it hurts, it's for the best. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you said, well, do what's best for you, but also like don't do it to hurt other people too. That was a little little caveat. Don't be doing something that's like my maybe Tobin great, but you know it's gonna hurt everyone else too. Exactly. So, but thank you everyone for joining uh, this time and, and listening. Um, hope there's something that you were able to take away. Definitely, if you need it, support, want encouragement, reach out to us. That's what we're here for. You can follow our social media at Justice for Youth. Um, or justfeeth.org is our website. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. You know, just hit us up. That's what we're here for, to support you in all your endeavors. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.